to Yo and Yo's podcast. We've had the privilege of advising Michigan businesses for over 95 years, and we want to share our knowledge with you, covering tax, accounting, technology, financial, and advisory topics relevant to you and your business. Yo and Yo's podcast is hosted by industry and subject matter experts, where we go beyond the beans. So if you want to stay in the know about business issues and trends that affect you, then keep listening because this is Everyday Business with Yo and Yo. I'm your host, Becky Millsap, Principal at Yo and Yo. Welcome to this episode of Everyday Business, where we will focus on tax issues affecting your business and personal tax situation. Today, we're going to talk about trusts, the benefits of trust as part of your estate plan, and when you should consider setting up your own trust. With me today is Andrew Matuzak, a manager in our Saginaw office and a co-leader of our Yo and Yo's trust and estate team. Thank you for joining me, Andrew. Thanks for having me, Becky. Andrew, let's start with educating our audience on what a trust is. Can you talk a little bit about that? A trust in its simplest form is an estate planning tool that an individual can use to transfer assets to be held by a trustee that is responsible for directing those assets on behalf of a trust beneficiary or trust beneficiaries either during the grantor's life or upon their death. There are various different types of trusts and they all offer different levels of flexibility in order to achieve the goals you want. Okay, perfect. Can you expand on kind of the two most common trusts that people set up and that we see? So the most basic form of a trust is the revocable living trust. Essentially what that is, it's just a trust that like its name can be revoked at any time. It's fully changeable. Um, You can amend it at any point in time. The purpose of it is simply to protect the assets of the trust and eventually avoid probate in the future so that your estate is not public record. And it also, again, provides a great deal of flexibility in distributing your assets to the eventual beneficiaries. One of the other most common types of trusts is a an irrevocable trust. So unlike a revocable trust, an irrevocable trust cannot be changed after it's set up and funded. So that is one of the downsides of it. However, it is a very unique and beneficial estate planning tool if it's utilized properly. Yeah, I think that's the key, getting these trusts set up and to fulfill your wishes and making sure you're taking into account those considerations. When do you think someone should set up a trust? This is kind of a a difficult question to answer because there's so many factors that go into why someone should set up a trust. I would say that if you're an individual with significant assets or if you're a married couple with significant assets that you want to protect or you want to make sure that they get to your eventual beneficiaries and, like I said, avoid the probate process. So that would probably be the first step. And again, it would just be an additional document you can use in your overall estate plan. So for those individuals that don't just wanna use a last will and testament and wanna have a little more flexibility with what they wanna do with their assets and how they wanna protect them for their beneficiaries, that's where I would consider a trust, a revocable living trust. What are some benefits would you say about setting up or creating a trust? If I were someone who thought, oh, I think I need a trust, like what would be the benefit of me of creating a trust? Sure. Yeah, there are a lot of different benefits from creating a trust. We'll talk about just a revocable living trust. And that one, we've talked about it before, but it's the privacy aspect of it. So like I said, any of the assets that you fund into the revocable living trust will avoid probate. 
So those assets will not be known through public inspection. So it does allow a lot of privacy in your estate plan, which can be good for a lot of higher net worth individuals. A lot of times they don't want their information out there for the public to see. Another one is efficiency. Trust can be much more efficient in getting your assets distributed to your loved ones after you pass away than just a will, which again would need to go through probate. It would avoid those probate expenses as well. Plus, again, there's a lot of different ways that you can get your assets to your ultimate beneficiaries so that they're all not the same between each of the beneficiaries. So you can have different levels of distribution to a certain beneficiary where you wouldn't want those assets distributed to another beneficiary. Yeah, so you kind of have a little more control upon passing on what happens to your assets when they're distributed. What's another way that we could um, see a benefit from creating a trust? I think the flexibility in estate planning is probably one of the best benefits. Like I said before, there's so many different ways you can draft a trust and so many different beneficiaries that you can have. So if you're charitably inclined, you can actually set up charities as a beneficiary of your trust instead of an individual. Uh, there's a, a lot more flexibility you can have with the trust than there would be just a, a last will and testament if yeah. you were to die or pass away. Yeah, like a last will and testament. If you are charitably inclined, trust or the assets will just go to your children. Mm-hmm. If they don't know that you really have a passion for an organization, they may not even consider giving a portion of your funds to that charitable organization where you may really want to set aside, you know, even if it's a thousand dollars upon your death to go to that charity. So absolutely. You can certainly direct where you want your assets to go if you put it in a trust. For sure. And just one thing to add in that, if you don't have even a will and you pass away, then the state determines how your assets are distributed and who they go to. So if you don't have either a will or a trust set up, just know that state law governs your estate and they'll distribute your assets according to state laws. So if that's not your ultimate intention, that's where a trust can be very valuable. Can a trust help minimize taxes? Yeah, absolutely. So there's two different types of taxes that a trust will be able to help you with or help you minimize. The first is going to be estate taxes, which not all individuals are going to be subject to the lifetime estate tax exemption right now is a little over $11.5 million per individual. So there are very few individuals that are going to exceed that amount. But again, there are some that will. What a trust can do is you can actually gift your assets while you're alive to an irrevocable trust, pay gift taxes, or reduce your lifetime exclusion. Those assets will now be outside of your estate. So you would want to put a very highly appreciable assets into those trusts where they can grow estate tax-free for your beneficiaries. That will help you minimize estate taxes. On the flip side, it could also help you reduce income taxes for individuals that are already in the highest tax brackets or providing gifts to a trust can shift the income earned on those assets into the trust and ultimately have them be distributed out to beneficiaries who might be in a much lower tax bracket. So for the individuals that don't need access to the funds or don't need the income that's generated from those assets, you can actually help reduce your overall tax exposure by shifting that income to lesser taxed individuals. 
Perfect. So we've talked about benefits of setting up a trust. Do you see any downsides of creating a trust? Yeah, there are always downsides to anything. And I think the biggest downside to setting up a trust is just the upfront cost. We already talked about how it can help you avoid costs in the probate process. Most times, trusts are fairly expensive to set up initially. Uh, However, I do think they're valuable in the right circumstances, and those costs can be offset in the end through the efficiency of delivering your assets to the beneficiaries and also in avoiding those probate fees and additional attorney fees as well. One other thing, again, we've touched about, but I wanted to reiterate is if you're setting up an irrevocable trust, once it's funded, you lose absolute control over those assets. And you can't change the direction of those assets once that trust is funded. So that is a a downside that you're going to have to consider uh, before you set up and fund an irrevocable trust. And then finally, there could be disagreements in the family. And setting up a trust to make one child trustee over your assets or over the trust once you pass away and not giving any control to other children or their siblings might create family conflicts. Or what might be even more detrimental is if you leave one child out of your trust altogether. So those can be issues with setting up a trust. The way to avoid that is simply communicating your intentions while you're still alive. Making those intentions known so that way there's no confusion. Everybody knows where they stand and how you want your assets directed upon your death. Perfect. Thanks, Andrew. Um, Thank you for all your insight on trust and informing our listeners on the benefits of creating a trust. If you're interested in learning more about trust as part of your estate plan, please visit yoandyo.com where you can find a copy of our show notes and additional resources. Thank you to everyone who joined us today. I'm Becky Millsap, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Business with Yo and Yo. Thank you for tuning in to Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. Yo and Yo's podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and of course, our website. Please subscribe, rate, and review. For more business insights, visit our resource center at yoandyo.com and be sure to subscribe to our newsletters. We'll talk to you next time on Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. The information provided in this podcast is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast reflect the views of the speakers. This podcast does not constitute tax, accounting, legal, or other business advice or an advisor-client relationship. Before making any decision or taking action, you should consult with a professional regarding your specific circumstances.